And hello again, everyone. Welcome to HBS Legal Trends. I'm John Ray alongside Alex Kaufman. Alex, how you doing today? I'm great, John. Good to be here with yeah, you. Yeah, it's great to be here with you in uh, Alpharetta. And uh, how's things going in the Alpharetta office? We're very busy, but it's going great. Good, good. Terrific, terrific. Doing great work there. And you've got a great guest for us, John Paul Croom from Wellstar. John Paul, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Uh, great to have you here. Let's uh, give everyone, the few people that don't know about Wellstar, let's give them a introduction. And actually, even the, even the folks that know about Wellstar maybe don't know all the new developments, which is one reason you're here. Sure. I'd be glad to. Um, so again, I'm John Paul Kroom. I am the uh, president of Wellstar North Fulton Hospital, which is located in Roswell, Georgia. Um, I've been here for a little over five and a half years. Um, Wellstar, uh, purchased this hospital from its prior owner, uh, about seven years ago. Um, and, you know, since that time we have, uh, worked, uh, on various uh, levels of investment, uh, bringing new programs and new physicians and new team members and a lot of growth, uh, that has occurred over the last several years. And, uh, really excited to kind of talk about that today. Terrific. Terrific. John Paul, thanks for being here. It's uh, it's always nice to spend time with you. You and I are both friends uh, outside of work as well as in work and in the community. Uh, so I'm excited that you get a chance to uh, to get introduced to um, our, our listeners here. Um, maybe tell us a little bit about what Wellstar does in in the North Fulton community and some of the new developments that the hospital has uh, going on. Sure, um, you know, like any hospital, we we really value our connection with the community. Uh, one of the things that has always been important to me uh, in this community um, as we live here is that we want to make sure that we are listening to what the community needs uh, as far as, as health care uh, resources go. Um, so over the past several years, we have done well, I think, at, at hearing those voices uh, and bringing uh, certain uh, types of um, healthcare business into this market, um, trying to make sure we're bringing the right specialties in. Uh, some of the biggest things that we have we have done most recently uh, involve the growth in our oncology program, which is our cancer center. Uh, also, the growth of our neurosciences uh, in in our comprehensive stroke center that we were just recently certified by the joint commission on that. Um, also some significant growth in, in primary care, uh, other specialties, um, and, you know, continuing to, you know, focus on our core business, but also those more, uh, subspecialty type businesses that, uh, many small communities don't have. John Paul, on that on that note, I know that you're a level two trauma center. I believe you're the only one around. Isn't that correct? Yeah. So, so in the state of Georgia, you know, the highest level is a level one trauma center. So for us, that's Grady Hospital. Um, the The next closest trauma center, uh, you know, here is us. Obviously, uh, we are a level two trauma center. Uh, the next closest level two trauma centers to us. There's one up in Gainesville. Uh, Northeast Georgia, and then our sister hospital over at Kennestone is also a level two uh, trauma center. And what well. did, what does level two mean to uh, to us that are not <laughs> in the medical field? Right. So, 
Um, what, what that means is that we have, we have on staff every subspecialty that you need in the event of a trauma. And all of those individuals, um, and when, when I talk about subspecialties, what, what I mean is everything from general surgery to trauma surgery to neurosurgery, or it could be, it could be ENT, it could be facial plastics, it could be orthopedics. So there, there's all of these um, surgeons that have to be available and be able to make it to the hospital in 30 minutes if there's an emergency. Um, so what happens is when we receive a trauma call, um, generally it happens in one of two ways. Uh, either somebody's calling us from the field, uh, usually an EMT, uh, saying we're bringing in what we think is a you know certain level trauma, uh, we alert our teams, and a lot of times, as the the ambulance or trucks, as we call them, roll in, uh, we'll have a we'll have a team there to meet them. So everybody from anesthesia to the to the appropriate surgeon and the surgical team will meet them in the ER, uh, begin the assessment, and start making a decision uh, about what they need to do next. Um, also, people do walk in sometimes with traumas, less often, but it can happen, uh, and we make sure we they go through the same process, just come through a different door. In this environment, what's it like trying to staff a hospital? <laughs> so, staffing a hospital uh, is is difficult uh, in in any any time. Um, yeah, I get that asked that question a lot in regard to COVID or post COVID. Pr- prior to COVID, we, we we had difficulty as well. We we have always been in a situation here, um, at least throughout my entire career, wherever I've lived, where we have a shortage uh, of nurses. There just are not enough nurses coming out of school um, or that are going in to, to, to work in the hospital and more nurses, you know, or leave than, than start. And that was a challenge going into COVID. Uh, during, during COVID, we saw uh, many people travel, although a lot of the travelers have come back, but we saw a, a large number of nurses retire. Uh, they just got out of the business um, or went and did something else. Uh, nursing is a difficult job. It's very rewarding, uh, but it is uh, it's a it is a hard job, and you know you're you're on your feet for twelve hours. Uh, you um, you have to deal with you know a lot of uh, you know difficult uh, medical conditions, um, and patients, and families, and uh, you know they're very special people that become nurses, and we um, that that uh, you know continues to be a challenge to find opportunities. John Paul, is that a PSA to all the kids out there? In that, that's right. That's right. Be a nurse. Uh, and not just nursing. Uh, you know, a lot of times people think that hospitals are just nurses and doctors, but we're so much more than that. We have, uh, I refer to a hospital as it's, you know, 50 businesses all under one roof. I mean, we have everything from the lab to radiology to, to, to wound care to, you know, our back offices, um, you know, food services and, you know, um, housekeeping and physical therapy. So we have all these different positions, uh, but there's a few that we really need people. Uh, the other area where we, we would love to see more people going into is, uh, is radiology, radiology technician. Uh, these are the people that run your CT machines or your MRI machines. Um, and we, uh, we, we love seeing, you know, kids come out of school and, and, and go to a technical school for a couple of years to become a technician. Well, on the technology and the evolution of it, how has that impacted hospital administration? What is that process like in bringing in new technology as well as training people to use it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the technology in itself is very um, changes all the time, like 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 everything. You know, our cars change. You know how we watch 
television changes, and it happens the same way inside of a hospital. There is always a CT scanner that runs faster, can take a picture faster, uh, can, can give less of a radiation dose, and that every year there's something new and better. And uh, in the hospital business, we have to, we have to try to stay ahead um, because it's important. We want to stay ahead of our uh, competitors. Uh, but more importantly, we, we really do want to offer the latest, uh, latest technology for our patients and our community. Uh, but there's all, there's always a balance in making that decision. You know, when is it time? Uh, but you do see pretty major technology, uh, flip every five to 10 years or so. John Paul, I had the privilege of, uh, touring your neuroscience center as part of being on the Roswell economic development uh, team that you chair. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that new technology that you have in that center? Sure. Yeah. So, um, what you're referring to is our is our biplane. Um, so I'll try to de- I'll try to describe it. So, when, well, I think the best way for me to describe it is just to kind of talk about you know how hospitals deal with patients that are that come in with stroke. So, where wherever you are in the state of Georgia, if you have a stroke. Uh, you'll you'll go to your nearest hospital, or hopefully somebody will take you there. Uh, they will assess you, and they'll say, "Oh yes, you're having a stroke," um, and they'll make a decision at that point uh, to to most likely administer TPA to you if you're appropriate for that. TPA is a is a drug that uh, will thin thin the blood and uh, hopefully get you know blood and reoxygenate reoxygenate your brain. Um. In a lot of cases, um, that may not work, uh, and when it doesn't work, they need to send you somewhere uh, that is a comprehensive stroke center, and we are one of those uh, centers here in Georgia. Uh, I believe there are only seven or eight in the Atlanta metro area and probably only 10 or so in the state of Georgia. Um, the, these are centers that you have a, 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 a neurosurgeon uh, who is specifically trained uh, to go in and remove uh, a clot from the brain or, or repair a tear. Um, and that's what the biplane. So what you saw was a, a system that is uh, two C-arms that are, it, and it really, that, that's how the imaging equipment looks like. It looks like a giant C. And it has a, um, it, it goes over the patient. And we put these in two different uh, locations over the patient and can create immediate three-dimensional images uh, of the patient's brain. And you can see where the clot is. Uh, then the neurosurgeon can go in and retrieve that clot. Uh, if they have to, which is in a few rare cases, sometimes they, they have uh, may have some difficulty actually pulling the clot and they can go in and actually do surgery if they need to. But for the most part, um, this allows for an endovascular method, which means that they, just like in the cath lab, they can go in and grab a hold of the clot and remove it. So they refer to themselves jokingly um, as plumbers, um, but it but it makes sense. Um, you know, the joke is, you know, when your when your sink clogs up at home, you can you can pour some chemical down it, and it'll break up the clot. But sometimes that doesn't work, and you have to call the plumber to get it out. And and that's what these guys do. Okay, so uh, a little better than Drano, huh? Yeah, <laughs> sort of like sort of like that. Yeah. John Paul, you also mentioned um, the oncology uh, new uh, new center that you have opened up here in North Fulton. Can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like and what that means for our community? Yeah, sure can. Um, 
before we we started this process, we we had parts of a cancer center, but not a whole cancer center. Um, and what a, a hospital campus needs in order to have a cancer center are three things. You need to have a a surgical oncologist who who is a surgeon that can go in and and remove tumors. Uh, you need to have a medical oncologist, which is you know somebody that uh, administers chemotherapy. Uh, and then you need to have a radiation oncologist or oncology program uh, where you can you, you can have radiation on a tumor or cancer area. Um, so the third area is what we were missing on campus, and we have worked uh, very hard over a number of years uh, to get to the point where we were able to purchase and build uh, what is called a cyber knife. So it is a it's similar uh, has some similarities to a linear accelerator. Uh, but it allows us to focus on very specific parts uh, of a tumor. Um, it, it also, uh, everything has moved so much forward from a technology standpoint that the laser itself can move ar- around the body. So it's not, it's not con- uh, constantly going through the same healthy tissue as it's as it targeting the tumor, but it knows, uh, it knows from a computer program where that tumor is. And so it can be moving around you still focusing on that same tumor, not hurting all the healthy tissue and, and, uh, and, and reducing the size of the tumor and the treatments are, are fewer. Um, but back to your initial question, what, what we were able to do is pull all those three things together. The cyber knife will be done in March. Uh, we will open it up. Um, and the cancer center will be a, a full cancer center, which means that, if you live in Roswell or Milton or Alpharetta or Johns Creek and you want to go to a hospital campus uh, here in, in North Roswell uh, and have all of your cancer services taken care of, uh, you can do that. John Paul is, is, is president of, I believe you're the second largest employer in the city of Roswell and one of the largest in the entire uh, North Fulton region. Um, what does that mean to you and to Wellstar as being part of this community? You know, for us, several things. I mean, one, as I said before, we want to be a, a great place for the community. We we want to provide uh, the care for individuals in our community so they don't have to go anywhere else. Um, you know, we want to provide the very best physicians, uh, the very best very best team members um, for our staff. So we have um, we have about twenty three hundred. Uh, excuse me, 1,300 um, employed and um, contracted employees that are on our staff. Um, and, th- and they make part, they make up our, our family uh, of our hospital. And many of those individuals live here and live close. Um, it's important for us to, to make sure that uh, not only you know, are we satisfied with the job that we're doing, but also are we playing our part in the local community to make this a great, great place to live? And that's very important to us. Well, I, I know that you sponsor many events, uh, Roswell Rotary, North Fulton Chamber. Can you tell us a little bit more about the outreach that Wellstar does, uh, that your Wellstar North Fulton Hospital does here in North Fulton? And then kind of want to talk a little bit more about the Wellstar system as a whole and, and how, how it uh, impacts the entire state of Georgia. Sure. Um, so some of the things we do here, we do here locally. Um, I think, as you mentioned, we're very involved in, in, in Roswell Inc and visit Roswell, um, as part of the economic, uh, development, uh, group. Uh, also 
with the um, with the chamber, uh, the Greater North Fulton uh, Chamber, we uh, sponsor a monthly launch um, where it's. I mean, obviously, it's not always a healthcare topic, but it gives us an opportunity to talk for a couple of minutes about you know what's going on and important things in healthcare. Um, the uh, we we're, we're quite involved with um, some of our schools. Um, uh, most recently, we've done a lot of work with the uh, Innovation Academy, which is right up the road here in Alpharetta. Um, and as you may know, you know, part of that school is that there's a big healthcare focus, which makes us very excited. Um, not just from the standpoint of you know an opportunity to to have you know kids that are growing up here come work for us at some point in the future, but uh, also to be able to 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 learn you know what it is that 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 kids want to know what they're interested in and we get to play a part in, in, in sharing, you know, part of our careers with them. Um, so North Fulton hospital, uh, Wellstar North Fulton is just one hospital in the yeah. system. Can you tell us a little bit more about the entire Wellstar system and its reach? Sure. We have, um, so we have a system of, of, of several hospitals. Um, so if I always try to, Put it in a visual image. If you look at the uh, city of Atlanta, and, and it, the uh, the perimeter is a clock. Uh, we sit at twelve o'clock, um, right around uh, eleven o'clock, or maybe ten thirty is uh, is Kennestone Hospital out in Marietta. Uh, then a little bit below that, probably uh, closer to uh, you know nine thirty would be Cobb Hospital, and, and then if you go a little bit further out. Uh, we have Paulding Hospital. We also have a hospital in Douglas, which we have named Douglas Hospital. Uh, I know. So, and then uh, down south, we uh, we have Spalding, which is down in Griffin, uh, and they they have that hospital and a and a smaller uh, a smaller hospital associated with that as well. And then in Lagrange is West Georgia, and th- those are our those are our hospitals. And then beyond that, we have. Many, uh, several health parks. Um, so you may be familiar with Avalon up here, which we, uh, which is one of our newest health parks. We have uh, a large health park in East Cobb, one in Vinings, one in Ackworth, uh, and then many, many clinics and PT facilities and <laughs> everything else you can imagine scattered all, all across the, the, the North Georgia area. So how is Teladoc? working uh, within your system and do you, do you see that uh, growing or um, are there pros and cons with that kind of uh, medical care? Yeah, I do. Um, even before COVID, I, f- I feel like, you know, we're going to have, when we start referring to healthcare in the future, it's going to be before COVID and, and after COVID. Um, even before COVID, we, we had begun working with, with Teladoc, which are, so what that means is it, is the ability to bring a, a physician virtually into a room to talk to a patient, to interact with a patient. Um, we had already been doing this with uh, neurology. Um, and, you know, as our service has grown, we have uh, so many neurologists on staff now that we don't use it as much as we used to. Um, but you will see smaller hospitals and more rural areas. It, uh, Teladoc is a huge benefit uh, for those locations, uh, because if you think about it, it, it in more rural locations, you, you won't have as many, um, you won't have as many opportunities or, or 
you know, those types of subspecialists don't live in those areas. Um, so it brings uh, highly trained uh, physicians into areas where they normally wouldn't live. John Paul, you, uh, as always, have always been a, <laughs> a great person to talk to, and I've learned so much about about your business and, and the medical field. Is, is there anything else that you feel I need to know? Yeah, I mean – one of the one of the things I always brag about is I have I have worked probably in six or seven hospitals at this point in my career, uh, and and part of what I have to do or I get to do um, I enjoy doing is recruiting physicians uh, to to an area. This is um, this is by far the easiest place to to bring physicians, and not just any physician, but great physicians. Um, you know, several of the areas I was talking about. We have physicians that are that are Mayo trained. They're, they come from Cleveland Clinic. Uh, they come from some of the you know most well known hospital systems uh, within the United States uh, from a training perspective. Uh, when we bring them here for the first time to the North Fulton area, and we put them up in a hotel at Hotel Avalon, and they have the opportunity to bring their family members down here and see the area, uh, learn about our schools, um, you know, enjoy our weather. Uh, see how close we are to so many amenities um, and, and really just interact with the great business business professionals we have here. It's an easy sell. Um, and that's really important because uh, we don't spend a lot of time trying to, to find somebody. We usually have a list of people that want to come, come and live and work here. And that, and that goes back to the community. That That's everybody listening to this show. Um, it's the community that's created that. Uh, and it makes our job easy and we, it, it is our duty to make sure we're bringing the best people in because of that. Thanks, John Paul. Yeah, that's great. Great stuff, John Paul. And I want to see you're so modest. Uh, you know, I'm not sure you really answered Alex's question. You're, you're giving kudos to North Fulton, but I want to ask it a different way. What's the one thing that folks ought to know that maybe you're really proud of about Wellstar that you wish more people would focus on? I think what I'm I am most proud of, and this comes from my relative experience throughout my career. So I've been, you know, in healthcare administration for 22 years or so. Um, this is the 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 first system that I've been with that is before anything else focused on patient safety and patient experience and patient quality. Um, everything else follows, but those are the most important things. Those are the things we talk about every day. Uh, we have a safety huddle every morning. We have multiple conversations throughout the day, uh, about how, what are we doing to improve the quality of care for our patients? Um, and Wellstar truly believes that, um, you know, their slogan or our slogan, I should say is, is, you know, not just healthcare, it's people care. And, uh, I, I am, I'm really proud to be a part of that. Um, my, my parents, uh, frequent my, my hospital campus. Um, and they've, they see a lot of specialists in primary care and come for hospital services. And it's very important to me to make sure that they are getting the highest quality care. And I, and I can truly say that I feel completely comfortable with, with them being there. Uh, I would have any member of my family, uh, go there. And I, I think that, Every hospital should be able to say that. Um, but this is, um, you know, first time with a system that truly has a lot of people that are like-minded, like me, they believe that. And um, it's it's a special, 
special company to be a part of. Well, I think I speak for Alex and just saying we appreciate you and your your team and all the great work you do for uh, North Fulton, the North Fulton region, and uh, we're we're proud to have you as part of this community. It's great to be here, and thank you, John and Alex. Thank you very much for the opportunity to interview with you today. Yeah. Let's make sure for folks that want to find out more information on Wellstar where they can go. So the best way to do that is to go to wellstar.org, wellstar.org. Yep, simple um, enough. Yep, and put, put, you know, whatever you want in the search engine, and uh, it'll it'll get you right there. Or come come by the hospital and see me. There you go. John Paul Croom with uh, Wellstar North Fulton Hospital. Uh, John Paul, thanks again for coming on. Thank you very much. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. This show is brought to you by Hallbooth Smith. Hallbooth Smith was established in 1989 and has grown rapidly as a full-service law firm. They've grown because they've got attorneys that are experienced across a wide range of legal disciplines and professionals who pride themselves on providing knowledgeable, proactive and client-specific counsel to individuals, domestic and international corporations, state and federal agencies, and nonprofit organizations. If you'd like to know more, go to hallboothsmith.com. Alex, this has been a good one. Thanks for bringing John Paul in. Always a pleasure to be with a a good friend and to be with you, John. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And for Alex Kaufman, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on HBS Legal Trends. (laughs) 